Hello and welcome to the DC Daily Drop. We are back again with another weekly recap of TV. I'm Zach. I'm Tom. And I'm Travis. A bit of a busy week, but also not a busy week in DC TV. A lot of shows off, but we have this little show called Black Lightning that started this week. Uh, We're not going to go super in-depth to that. We did our big uh, review on Wednesday. You can check it out. We'll have... Um, we'll have the, a link in our show notes to go check it out, but how about just a 15 second quick recap? What'd you think of it, Travis? Jefferson Pierce, Jefferson Pierce, Jefferson Pierce. He's the perfect main actor and they have a good villain to go up against, um, with a good backstory between them. I can't wait to see what's going to happen with that going forward. Yep. I I can't agree more. I absolutely love this show. And I, I talked about in our review, how I would recommend this show to anybody regardless if you like superheroes or comic books or anything this is just really really good tv yeah it's awesome i loved it great start all right so moving on to the other shows let's start with supergirl the episode this week was legion of superheroes uh brainiac five and Kara's in her mind prison or whatever you want to call it uh what do you think of this episode travis i actually enjoyed this episode quite a bit uh, there was a lot in this episode to get to Brainiac 5 right off the bat, uh, and he's been CW'd. So, <laughs> like, you got to get over that a little if you're expecting <laughs> a little exactly like the comics and stuff. But I did enjoy him. I thought that he played the character pretty darn good. And as we were wondering last episode, that we talked about this stuff, uh, Kara does make it back at the end of the episode. But I thought they built to it quite well, actually. Yeah, I agree, because we, we saw in the trailers that she was going to be in this episode a lot, and I thought that meant that, you know, she wasn't going to be in, she was going to be in the coma for like five minutes and then come back. So I'm glad that they they kept her in it the whole time, basically, um, and only brought her back at the end. Like you said, they, they really built it up and made her return worth something, and it was really cool when she popped back up on screen. Um, I liked seeing that quite a bit. I agree. And it was it was for Kara being in a coma. It was a very Kara heavy episode. And I, I like what they did with it. Um, obviously, she's never taken a beating like that. And that's something, you know, I, we talk about how these shows can use some of the same story points a lot. And we've seen all these heroes getting battered, but I don't have a problem with that being reused because it's something every superhero has to go through their, their worst defeat. And then how they come back from that is important. And so seeing her psyche where she was at you know taking a beating like that what does she do to come back and then she comes back with some friends and is ready to go and it's nice that she didn't come back right away it showed like she could come back brainiac five was saying like you you should be waking up i don't know what's going on but it was her own mental block that wouldn't allow her to wait which was cool you had to see her get over that when she knew that her friends were in trouble which gets back to what kara really is all about yeah, exactly. And one of the cool things, the really cool things when she was trapped in there is when she was trying to use her heat vision to get out. I know they've used her heat vision a few times and it always looks pretty good, but something about this time, it just looked really, really awesome because she was so angry, so upset and like pushed it into overdrive. And I was like, man, I would not want to be in front of that. <laughs> well, it was a dream world, so you could just heat vision her back. I guess that's true. And everything was slowing down. It was kind of like flash vision. You could see everything exploding and going around her. That's why I thought built that heat vision a lot more. Yeah. What did you think of the, the Legion of Superheroes as a whole, Travis? I'm excited. I enjoyed them. I can't believe Manel stuck to his gun so much. He must have matured in the couple hundred years that he went ahead because he would have been right in first fight when, when he left us before. 
So it's nice to see that actually he's trying to stick to the mission, but ultimately uh, Saturn Girl is really winning me over. Like I enjoyed her. Everything she said, I was like, cut. Like she caught my attention at everything she said and drive me in. And I must say, I enjoyed, like, she can win over Monel pretty quickly, it seems. Yeah. I agree with you there. I, I'm liking Monel quite a bit now. And I also like when Car came out, you know, she's, I think she's getting over him, which of course they're probably going to come back together at some point, but we can just, we can wait for that. I'm not super interested in that happening right now. So I'm, I'm hoping that they leave that drama off for a little bit. And I, I'm more interested in what they know from the future and what they don't know. Cause it seems like their, their knowledge is pretty limited. I hope we don't see them back together now because yeah. Manel's a different guy. He's gone ahead to the future and been married. I think he'll eventually go back to the future and um, hopefully everybody kind of moves on. Um, not that I wouldn't, not that I don't want Mono and, and Saturn Girl to pop back in on occasion, but yeah, I'm curious what, how long the Legion will be around and, and what their role will be. And will more members be woken up? Also, that's another thing. I'm because Rain's going to try and find her fight, her people, like her team members is just in at the end of that episode. And also, I think one thing when you got to talk about Manel, a little, little note I made there, he said, like it was good to fight alongside you again, Supergirl. You know, technically, he was frozen in ice and then he was knocked down while Supergirl done her things. <laughs> he didn't fight alongside her, and I know I'm just picking that stuff, but I just noticed that immediately when he looked back. I was like, "You didn't really fight. You you're just frozen." And <laughs> you know, I think fighting alongside Supergirl essentially means being saved by Supergirl. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what that means. And then one other thing, when Jam looked around he was like we're not powerful enough to fight rain i was like yeah your version of martian manhunter is definitely not <laughs> <laughs> hey i thought it was really cool we actually got to see him throw a punch i was pretty excited about that and the way they handled all the machines like the superman protocol i thought that was awesome like that's i must say supergirl was amazing this episode i thought yeah very good very promising start to the second half of the season Moving on to Flash, we had the trial of the Flash, and this is, if you can't tell from the title, the trial of Barry Allen because he was framed for murder. What do you think of this, Travis? I really like this episode, I must say. Even though we all knew what was going to happen, where it was going to end up at the end, it was still really good. I enjoyed specifically Joe and Ralph and their developing friendship relationship and how Ralph was more of the mentor for Joe in this episode, helping him deal with Barry in trial, helping him not go over the edge and cross the line too. Uh, that was probably my favorite part of this episode alongside of Barry freezing time to stop Iris from telling her. That was pretty cool to see too. Yeah. I, I love that scene too. And we saw it again, saw it in the trailers where she's going to tell everybody that he's the flash. And I thought it was going to go differently. Like I thought they were just teasing us and she was actually trying to say something different, but she was really going to do it. And like you said, that scene of him stopping time with her and talking to her, you know, it was heartfelt and it looked really cool. Um, I, I don't know. I, this episode wasn't like amazing or anything. It, it more felt like an episode that needs to happen. Like they needed to get the trial over. There was some cool stuff in it, but like, I don't know. I wasn't that interested in fallout i didn't think he was that interesting he's just kind of walking around um and then the whole whole thing at the end but i i did really like the very end where they're like cutting between the two scenes like the judge talking to barry allen saying how terrible he is uh 
and then cutting back to the police station and they're giving an award to the flash and talking about how great he is. And that was, that was really cool the way they cut that together. Yeah, I agree with the Ralph Joe scene. That was my favorite Ralph scene by far so far. And I think everything with fallout, we didn't really, I, the guy didn't even know he was causing damage. And so I almost feel bad for him and you don't know, you don't even know why he's doing that. Or we don't get any backstory about that. And the whole point of that, I think was to get to that last scene where, where the, they could contrast, you know, while Barry is being sent to prison, he is also, while Barry is being sent to prison, he is also, you know, being honored as a hero. And they, they really wanted to show that contrast there. And I thought that was a pretty cool way to do it. And, you know, I think these last couple episodes have been, I like how they've been about why Barry Allen is such a hero and what makes him, you know, better than the average hero. Um, even though, you know, he's in a bit of trouble because of it. Yeah, I wrote down the same thing, guys. I love the double speech. And also to go on Tom's point about Barry being a great hero, they should probably sit Oliver down and show him this episode of how Barry reacts when people are accusing him of stuff and all that. <laughs> be a proper hero. But I really love that. But one thing that got my head spinning when they was, I think, like, oh, this is this is part of Thinker needs Flash in jail, the same jail that he has the metas in. To some, he's going to somehow control all of them at once. Is my was my thinking because I kept thinking about that after I was after seeing him talk to Barry Allen a couple of times. I assumed that he wants him in prison so he can control him because we see the guard, we see the warden again, and I don't think it's no mistake that we were made seeing in the last scene. I think that the thinker has like agreement with the warden and he's going to have control of the metas. Yeah, there's something nefarious going on. And I think that's, that's probably the route he's going. I don't, I still don't know why he wants it, but I'm sure he's not doing something good. Yeah. We we really don't know what he's doing. You know, he promised something horrible is going to happen. Uh, It does seem like a distraction, but maybe putting Barry in prison is, is, part of that plan i'm sure it is um but i don't yeah i don't know how it plays out maybe control of the metas like you said is what will happen travis uh, just that's the only way i can see it going uh, right now but you know flash is pretty good at throwing us for a loop too so i could be completely off here <laughs> the one thing at the the very end of the episode that just kind of was silly i i didn't like it i know it's supposed to be touching but he's like in prison and then it says henry allen was here i'm like why is that there why is that still there like that's okay that's a little silly (laughs) i you know i can't really see that henry allen carving that in but we don't you know we don't know what the man went through in his 15 years there or whatever how long he was there the psychological state he was in maybe Uh some point eight years in he's like you know what i'm gonna carve my name in here because i am so proud of this prison cell i want people to know i was here i don't know this is this is my cell mine (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I did, I like, like you guys said I didn't get that much e- from that either I thought if you're going to do that you should have done it in marker or something like that rather than because you had to dig it like what what prison is going to give him something to do that <laughs> or or a flashback to Henry in the cell um, and sort of point out that it's the same cell or, or draw some parallels there but not, not a big deal but just kind of a, a goofy thing I'll do the small yeah. tap for that idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this was overall, I know I ended on that bit of a negative note, but I, overall I did like this episode quite a bit and I'm, I'm really excited to see where we go from here. Cause 
there's a lot of times on these shows where you can basically just piece together exactly what's going to happen. But I still, I don't really know what the thinker's up to. And I don't really know what's going to happen to Barry. Obviously, he's going to be okay eventually, but I don't know how they're going to get there. Yeah, it, it's we're, and we're still a long ways away from the finale. So we, we've got a lot of thinkering plans to go on still. I'm looking forward to Ralph going forward. He's not just a comic relief. I think there's a lot more that you can go do with him. And uh, with Barry in prison, I think he's going to be his time to shine. Yeah, and it looks like, you know, it looks like he's going to get more to do going forward. Uh, so the last thing we've got this week, Legends, Lucifer, and Gotham are all off. So we just have Arrow divided. In this episode, the team is separated from... Uh, the fallout from the previous episode. What do you think of this one, Travis? Uh, like all Arrow episodes, I enjoyed the action in it a, a lot, and I thought that it showed Kate and James' team as a well-oiled machine at the start, which was pretty cool to see. But the real winner for scene for me was the airing of the grievances of the team when they were all laid it all out on the line because you thought, I, at least like I don't have to like what they're doing with Oliver, but if you actually have him explain to me why he's making these decisions or why he's thinking this way, at least I can be, I can be okay with that. So they, they explain why he didn't trust the team and why he really took offense to what Curtis did. At least they were addressing the issues that we had with the last episode. So I, that's why I enjoy sometimes when they already do that. Like it's already in the show because they already had this shot before we've seen, I'd say the last episode. Right. I would say that was probably the best part for me, Oliver, finally apologizing and, you know, not just pointing out, you know, every, everybody did something wrong. And it's glad that rather than pointing fingers, we knew it was obvious that he needed to apologize and, you know, everybody needed to accept responsibility. I'm glad somebody finally seemed like it took forever, but I'm glad somebody finally st- took a step forward and and took that type of uh, took the blame slash credit for what happened. So that was good. and. Also, the Thea and Quentin stuff with the photo album, uh, looking at his daughters, that, that's the kind of stuff I love. And I love that that was added in there and a, a touching moment for Quentin's character. Um, you know, whatever, I, I, even though it sort of tied back into Black Siren, I would have just been fine with him looking at pictures of his daughters because he misses them. You know, Laurel is gone. Sarah is essentially gone somewhere in time. So... I'm glad he spent some time acknowledging them and is wondering what to do with this black siren. Yeah. I, I wrote down there too. I loved seeing Quentin struggle with it because she let him go last time. And he, he thinks that there's some good in, in her and I'm not liking the tones that are going forward because it, it, I'm almost sitting the vibe that Quentin's going to die time. And I don't know who we're all going to blame for that. I don't know if it's the writers or, a host of this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that has me worried. But I also like there was two references in there. There was a Batman reference with the hit light in the sky, right? And there's a Helena Bertinelli reference that she got out of prison. She's out of prison and she's like in hiding. That's what her cousin said. She's in hiding. Right. So we do get a brief. Up. I think Huntress would be a good choice to return at some point. I think a lot of people would want to see that. I don't know if that is going to happen or not, but it's definitely something I would like to see. I also loved when you see when at the end, the last scene, when you see Diggle catch the, like look at his hand, pure joy and catch the gun. It was like, I'm just glad to have Diggle back. 
Yeah, I'm I'm glad to have him back too. So what do you think about them? Clearly the team's not all back together yet. And for a few episodes it looks like we won't have them back together. What do you think about dragging that out a little bit longer, Travis? I think it's smart because Curtis is completely right because the whole time since season five it's been original team Arrow and the newbies. Like when Diggle came back, it was very apparent and they're not treated on the same level as as the other two as as the main three. So he is right they shouldn't go back. And this also leads Oliver like their team still his team's gonna be shorthanded. So that'll result in him, I think, bringing in Roy. So I think that this is good for a few episodes. And when Roy leaves, you can have the team reconcile so then you'll have everybody back. That's how I would personally do it. And I I'm hoping that's the way to go. That's not that's not a bad idea. I like that better the way you mentioned it, if that's what happens, I think I would like that better. At first, I was sort of like, okay, we know they're going to get back together. We're just sort of delaying the inevitable. But I think they can do some cool things, and I wouldn't mind the the new team getting some time to establish themselves by themselves. Yeah, like, but there's been some good, like, some good relationships have come from this, too. Like, Renee and Curtis's, I love seeing them in scenes together now. And I didn't think I was going to feel that way at the start of the fifth season when they were both, well, Curtis was already injuries, but when they were, they both started to get to know each other, I didn't think I'd like the scenes the way we do now. Every scene I see them together, I'm, I'm always either laughing or enjoying it. It's a good point. They do have, they're pretty good to see together. And especially when you throw in the daughter, I think that makes it for more. Um, it's good to see Renee back with his daughter, I guess. But you got some bad stuff too in this episode. Like I didn't enjoy Felicity much at all. I thought that she was all she does is just yell at people and tell them that they're wrong. And even in the end, when they were reconciling, trying to reconcile, Oliver stopped her from shouting at the team, the new team that they were creating, and and just wished them good luck. I just think that like they got to look at themselves too. What Dinah told them, like, like everybody got to look at each character got to look at themselves individually. <laughs> Right, instead of just pointing fi- figure fingers. Yeah, and I find yeah. Felicity is the one that does that the most, and she was in in fine form this episode doing that. <laughs> yeah, I I don't really have anything to argue with that. I think that sums it up pretty well. But the final fight, final action scene in Arrow is just that's just why we go to Arrow because it, like it, everything was going on at once, and they had that one. The one sliding shot of him running up the side, beating up all those bad guys. That's James Bamford right there. You know, he's direct with that episode. Right. A very, yeah, very ambitious action scene with a bunch of explosions and a lot going on, like you said. And I think for the most part, it was pulled off. Yeah. All right. Well, that is all for this week in DC TV. We will be back again with another episode next week. But Travis, what did you think? Uh, where can everybody get a hold of you? They can find me on Twitter at Travis underscore one five six. You can drop me a line and we can chat about the DCCW shows or pretty much anything superhero related. To be honest with you, <laughs> anything. So that includes the Catwoman movie, right? Yeah, I, I can't say there'll be positive stuff coming back, but <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll engage in anything. <laughs> You'll talk about it. Yeah, I'll talk about it. I'll <laughs> tell you the, the, the one terrible scene that I remember, and the rest of the movie I don't. <laughs> All right, well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow.